Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Well, it's about to get real interesting in the world of TV, movies, and just Hollywood in general because, well, the strike, the SAG after strike, the Writers Guild of America strike is still going on with no end in sight. I don't think either of them are currently negotiating with the powers that be. Good afternoon. Welcome back to the second hour of The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. I'm the Bradley. Uh, the role of Dawn today is played by none other. I'm Dawn. Is that your Dawn impression? Uh, Bradley, I went to the doctor today, Bradley. We're going to talk about our ailments, Bradley. Well, she is actually um, hopefully doing something that everybody uh, does when they're of the appropriate age and risk group, and that's get her colonoscopy. So we wish her all the best today, and she'll be back with us again tomorrow. But that that amazing impression of Dawn was done by none other than Stephanie Hansen. Hi! Who's also had her colonoscopy, and it's great. And you should, right, like tell people, go out and get that colonoscopy. Oh, yeah. The drugs are amazing. I was, man, I was like... And it was propofol, I think, is what they put yeah. me out with. <laughs> like what Michael like, Jackson used to use to oh go to sleep every night. God, uh, I although know. I don't want to make awkward, you know, uh, anyway, it was like lights <laughs> out. And then I woke up and I was like, all right. Yeah. Where are we great. going? What, what are we doing yep. for lunch? I did have to take a nap. Yeah. yeah I got yeah, home and I sure. was like, had a little, a little snack, groggy and then took a nap. But not and too then bad. Felt great. Not too bad. And uh, the cool thing about your colonoscopy kids. <laughs> you lose five pounds. It's true. <laughs> And if there's anything up there that they need to think about, they just take care of it right then. They do. You don't have to go back for further yeah. snippage. So go get your colonoscopies. Right the, the minute uh, you are recommended to. Now, that's not why we started this hour. That's not what I wanted to talk I about. I never thought, too, when I started at this radio station 17 years ago that we'd have the opportunity to talk about how great a colonoscopy was. But here we are. But here we are. And so much more. <laughs> like, for example... The Hollywood strike auction. Okay, so I saw this headline that you could hire Adam Scott to walk your dog or Natasha Leone to do uh, a crossword puzzle with you. You are funny, number one, because well, you, you buy weird things True. from celebrities. Like, don't you have someone's underpants? Okay, I don't have anyone's <laughs> underpants. You do too. No, I have Zach Efron's outfit from Bad Grandpa. One of his outfits from Bad Grandpa. Did it not come with the no underpants? No underpants. Okay. All right. It came with, <laughs> if I remember correctly, shoes, pants, and it's in a baggie, like in my basement. Ew. That sounds gross. It's not. <laughs> it's in a baggie. It's in a baggie under my bed. No, it's uh, pants. 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 I a put shirt. Pants. A sweater and a pair of shoes. Can I just, for real question? Yeah. Why? Because, truth be told, uh, I do love celebrity memorabilia. And this was at a particular time on the show when Colleen and I were doing the show yes. where we were obsessed with Zach Efron. And this opportunity came up to buy a, like a piece of Hollywood. You know, ephemera ephemera connected to Zac Efron. So it was like, I'm going to do it. And then I ended up spending like $300 on the dumb thing. And I was like, why did I do this? But, you know, now it's a great conversation piece. And I think you should try and resell it. 
Do you think I would make more now? Uh, probably. You could always list it. You wouldn't have to sell it if you you could re- decline the offer. Oh, my God. Maybe I should add it to this and give the proceeds like this auction does to those who are affected by the strikes in Hollywood. So um, this the auction I'm talking about is called the Union Solidarity Coalition Net blah, 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 blah. It's essentially an eBay auction wherein celebrities and people in the industry have signed up to do some really unique and fun things all to benefit those affected by the strike. So, for example, we've got right now, um, I think one of the most expensive things currently up for bid, it's up to like 5,100 bucks, is you can get a virtual story basics session with Lena Dunham and Spike Johnsy, I don't know who that is. Her boyfriend, and he's also a writer. Oh, look at you! Yeah, so for 50, that's cool. So for fifty one hundred dollars, you can sit down with them and you know get learn a story some arc, true, like uh huh, some writer cred. Exactly. You get twenty minutes and twenty questions with Maggie Gyllenhaal. That's up to six fifty. I mean, you're like, no, I'm not buying. Whoa, <laughs> what? I'd be, I'd run out after ten. She's not that. I mean, she's oh, I great, do, but she's not I that interesting. Like, what questions? Because you know the real questions you would want to ask. She's never going to answer. No, like, yeah, no. Like, what's, did, what's was your Taylor Swift's name, song or, really about Jake? Yeah, exactly. What's your <laughs> and did he phone like? Number? Yeah, no. Um, Natasha Leone, you she literally will help you solve the New York Times Sunday crossword for twenty five hundred bucks right now. That's I think the that's bid. fun, but like, what are you zooming with her? Probably. I don't think she actually Let's is. Adam Driver doing anything? Because I'm. Real interested in him. Um, and actually, you know what's interesting is this one. The winner can include up to two friends in the Zoom experience. No recordings are permitted. That's for the N- Natasha Leone one. All right. Um, Lena Dunham will paint a mural in your home for $3,000. That's the current bit on that one. Are there things... Do you have to pay to have her come? Like... This should, uh, I mean, that's, that's question. Let's cool. take a look. Lena Dunham will paint a mural in your home. Uh, terms. Offer exclusive. Oh, sorry. Exclusive to New York, L.A., and London. and will take up to five hours. Still cool. Yeah. So if you live in L.A., London. Yeah, I like it. Or New York. What could you auction? Your pickled things. Oh, I would do your like cans a of jam. Sourdough, sourdough bread making or like. I'm still going to, I think, get you to do that with me. You were talking about restarting your starter. Well, it's the time. Yeah. And it is because for those of you who don't aren't as obsessed with sourdough, it's hard in the summer because your house is hot and you don't want to run a hot oven all day. But yep. And you just don't eat bread as much maybe in the summer as you oh, do I, in the cozy I, winter months. Sure. With soup. Yeah, Stephanie. Right. Okay. <laughs> don't you, is it you that only allows yourself one slice a day? No. Okay. What someone plan some. That's not me. And if it Someone was, that, was telling me that, that they every day allow themselves one slice of bread. Do you know what I told myself? And I'm sorry, you guys, we have gone into food again. We have to. It's fine. It's what we're meant to do. Because what would we auction off food. if we were in what a celebrity do? auction? A cooking well, class? Yeah, I would do a cooking class. But what every... kind of stuff would you want to cook, though, for people that would be special? Like, um, would you do a special meal, do you think? I'm doing a happy hour for this group for Children's Cancer Heartlink. Oh, fun. Um, Do you want yeah. to tell us about that? I mean, I'm always good about drinks. Okay. Um, I've been asked to do cooking classes, and I have done two. I'm, I'm self-conscious about it. 
really? Yeah, because I feel like if you're going to pay money for a cooking class, like it should be like a chef of some renown or someone that like, you know, does something really great. Yeah. I'm just a home cook. So you're just paying me to make you but like a roast chicken. The, can I tell you the truth? Please. I And this is my truth. I learn so much more from someone who is in an actual kitchen who's cooking actual food in a week where they also have to go to work and do other things yep. because that to me is something I'll continue to do for the rest of my life. So if you're giving me practical skills, not that it's not fun. Like I did the master class, um, watched the master class, uh, Paulin, uh, video where, you know, the, the head of Paulin bakery in uh, Paris like tells you her life story and then shows you how to bake. And that's like the most amazing thing ever. But I also want somebody to tell me how to make something that I, in my daily life, can actually do and manage and maintain without feeling like a failure because yeah, I like can't breaking afford... down a chicken. Thank you. Yeah, because yeah. I took a class how to do that, and once Isn't you that learn, one of the best skills you've learned. Very helpful. Yeah. Very useful. I but do... also, like, I don't know. So yeah, I don't do cooking classes because I'm afraid that it's too plebeian. I think you need to do them <laughs> because you have real talent and real. Practical I can knowledge. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like it would be fun. That I'm I just can saying. I think you have fun. a lot of practical. Like for a busy person on the go who still loves food and wants to entertain people. And secret to yeah. that is so okay. So you would do a cooking class, Mike. What would you do? Oh boy, Mike. Um, oh, here's yeah. the thing. We need to bring Mike into the food chat because one of the things you might not know about Mike is that he grew up in the restaurant. World. I did, yes. His Mike, family had a restaurant. What we was did. it called? In-laws. It was down in Nicollet, Minnesota, right between Mankato and New Ulm and St. Peter. And uh, yeah, it was a family dining. One side was a bar, one side was a restaurant. Just your normal small Love. town little bar. Yeah, yes. I loved it. That was my life growing up. Can you griddle a smash burger like nobody's oh, business? You know it. He's <laughs> the kind of guy, like, yeah. they'll, somebody will have a, a like a item at a restaurant mm-hmm. and then... He and his wife will Re- figure out how to make yeah. it and do it so, at home. Yeah. Someone went to crave uh, with some of her coworkers, and she was going to go have this, this like buttered lemon chicken thing, and then she ended up couldn't go to it. So I said, "Oh, let's just put this together and do it ourselves." And we did that this past weekend, and it was fantastic. Isn't that fun? Okay. Do you write the recipe? No. We probably like, should. Yeah. You're a recipe guy. Yeah. I always just kind of go with it. But I'm working on some NFL recipes for Ooh, game day. Nice and. I wanted to do like a pizza roll, something pizza-y. Sure. So I'm working and have perfected the pizza finger, I'm calling it. I'm so excited be- just because it sounds bizarre when you use the word finger. Yeah, that's why I, I like it. I need to know what that means. A so pizza finger. I can't wait to find out. Hey, when we come back, by the way, I'll make sure that that SAG after strike auction goes up on our show links page that you can see what is on auction because it's currently ongoing. And not everything is like $6,000. There's some things that are like a couple hundred bucks that people are throwing in there. So there's something a little bit for everyone. And when we come back, did you know that there is a new Kardashian documentary around the corner? No, but there is a new trend in these kind of quick three to six episode documentaries Mm -hmm. that I don't want to like, but I like. I think you're going to have the same feeling about this one. Yeah, I probably will. All right, we'll be right back. Welcome back to the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn here on My Talk 1071. I'm the Bradley. Dawn will be back with us tomorrow. Stephanie Hansen is in. Mike is here, of course. We've been talking food and, well, fun. Not always do the Kardashians fall into either of those categories, but there is a documentary I think you might be interested in, Stephanie. People love to hate the Kardashians, but yet we're fascinated. I found out that there's a new documentary uh, produced by 
sadly, it's produced by Sky over in the UK. I'm sure at some point it will get here. It airs in the UK. Oh, gosh, I don't remember exactly the date, but soon it'll be premiering over there. And I imagine it's just a matter of time before one of the streaming services. I was going to say, of course, it'll end up here. Let's listen. And Mike, I put it up on the the uh, grid to the trailer for this documentary, and it's called House of Kardashian. The Kardashians have redefined the American dream. The Kardashian women, they are superior to rich men now. You're kind of in one of two camps. I want to talk about them. Well, they've ruined the world. Oh my God. Anyway, here we go. Chris wanted to be more than just a housewife. Kimberly calculated from the beginning, how do I become famous? The sex tape was a means to an end. It was to create a controversy. What was it like working with your wife? That maniacal laughter at the end was Caitlyn Jenner. Oh, okay. Like, what was it like with your wife? And she's like, "Ah, <laughs> uh, they made that sound super dramatic." I know, right? I do want to watch because I I'm hoping that we learn some actual tidbits, you know, juicy gossip. Do you think Kim was on a quest to become famous and did so through the sex tape? Oh, for sure. You do? Yeah. I think the sex tape was uh, an accident Okay. that then got exploited. And then at that point, I think they made the decision to turn that exploitation into a positive for them and their family versus I see a negative. That. Yeah. That, I don't even think that that would be counter to the way I could see it happening. Like, I, I think either of those two things are a version, some combo platter seems totally plausible one thing that i wish about the kardashians their bodies are not um unaltered and i think that they look like these animatronic dolls kind of in a very compelling crazy weirdly sexual way i'm all for it like i get it and that's their bodies and good for them and I don't, I'm not judging that. Yeah. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find Find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. But I do think we have this idea, like, as people that aren't doing all of those things, those enhancements, those implants, those injections, those things, that somehow we can 
exercise or diet our way to something like that. Like, I feel like if they were just completely transparent about all that, people would still love them. And in fact, maybe even love them more because there wouldn't be any mystery around it. Yeah. But where I have trouble is like, now you're seeing the little girls come up, mm-hmm. their kids. And, y- you know, that is not a look that is obtainable by without surgery or enhancements. I do think the obsession with the outside seems troubling to me. If it's one thing, if that was like a goal, I I don't know. This is so like long and drawn out, but like on the one hand, if you are obsessed with those things and that's your passion, great. But I just think of the kids who like had no choice. Like they will never live in a world that wasn't all about the way you look on the outside. Right. Like Uh their kids just, that's a given. And so there's going to come a time when I think reality will rub up against that. And that's going to be really an awkward and a horrible reckoning in some respects. Granted they're well place to deal with that because they'll have a lot of resources but i do think the obsession with appearance all that said i also think to your point like one of the things that is beneficial about the kardashians is that they show different body types that women weren't uh i shouldn't say women weren't allowed to have but it wasn't those body types weren't called sexy or appealing before right so like as the body type for the quote ideal woman sort of began to change. Right. It it included more women. Like more women got to yes. feel like they could be sexy too. I'm talking like magazine covers, commercials, that kind of thing. Yeah. I guess where I see this too and feel the worst and saddest about it is uh with Chloe in particular, just because she was a fuller framed person to begin with. Yeah. And um I don't know. I feel bad even talking about her because then I'm just playing into the whole narrative of whatever you are. But you do isn't feel okay. for like a person like who's maybe that maybe they didn't want to be like obsessed with their appearance. But like, what was your option? And I think that we saw that with Rob. I was going to say like Rob is kind of the only person who's been like, bye. Yeah, I'm out because the and the media was rel- relentless against him like yes. you know he put on weight and then all of a sudden he had to disappear and was he working out and people yes. were hiding in is parking he on lots antidepressants is Kim at his house is Chloe there is uh mama the momager lining him up for exercise classes yes yeah and what um, if you just didn't want it what if you were just like i just want to sit in my sweatpants and not shave like you do want to i mean i've never thought about the kids of them like you just described that and i got real kind of sad yeah because they're never gonna have that ability to pick their own path exactly well i don't want to bring it down too much (laughs) to that end let's talk about savannah chrisley okay should we talk about her and sharna burgess of all people and dancing with the stars and we come back right here on my talk 1071 for Olivia Weight Control Centers. Big news over there. They just got named Minnesota's best weight loss program for the third year in a row. And with all the competition out there, uh, that's a pretty big deal. They've also been doing this for 14 years. They have so much experience in changing people's lives and they want to celebrate with you. They're going to give you three months free when you mention me. 
because I did the program and I lost 30 pounds with Livia six years ago and I still have my weight down. It feels amazing because they gave me this program that was customized for me, doctor recommended, and uh, uh, everybody can lose weight on this program because they're going to listen to you and what your needs are, what your day is like, and customize something for you. So I didn't count any calories. They were a lot of minor tweaks to what my normal lifestyle was anyway, and the pounds just came off. You can do this with your partner as a couple, um, and do it today. Give them a call, 855-GO-LIVIA or livia.com for three months free. Welcome back to the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. I'm the Bradley. Dawn will be back with us tomorrow. Stephanie Hansen is in today, and we're talking food. But we're also talking pop culture and celebrities. And I mentioned Savannah Chrisley. Uh, I think we talked about her during Blinded by the Item because that was one of the blind items. She let it uh, fly that she's dating, apparently, a former college football star uh, named Robert Shriver, whose ex tried to have him killed. <laughs> She she literally goes, um, this guy that I'm talking to. So I don't even know what that means. Is that like like how dating? Yeah, are we? it is. Yes, like I know, but it is okay. All right, this guy that I'm talking to, his wife just tried to kill him. It's fine. It was a thing. He's a normal person, and I love it. She's so offhanded about it. I'd be like, no, 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 no. I need all of the details. And um, she's like, well, and also they were like, you know, are you fine with that? I think Nick was like, are you fine with she's like, your dude, boyfriend's ex-wife? Trying well, she to kill goes, him? dude, I have the government coming after me. I'm good. You know, uh, because of course, her tax parents, evasion. Yeah. Her yeah. parents are in, in federal prison right now. Anyway, she, uh, let's see the guy she's dating has three kids and the wife was busted in the Bahamas for an alleged contract killing, uh, or attempt contract killing. When police apparently happened to stumble upon the plot while they were investigating another case. So I look forward to learning more about that. But I just can't believe she just let that fly, you know, casually in an interview. Well, I will say her bar is probably pretty low for what's private at this point. Yeah. Well, because, you know. Just their whole family dirty laundry being carted out. Where is she going? Like, is she going to be, is she going to have her? I I know that the family's show is coming back in some incarnation. We don't know exactly how, but I imagine she'll be the focus. Oh, yeah. She's right? for sure. Because she's the one she's who's the matriarch. The yeah. Raising all the leftover kids. And she has said that she wants to help pay the restitution that her parents owe. Even how though, much is it? It's like tens of millions of dollars, I feel like. I don't remember exactly how much. But I'm the one thing I suggested, she might just want to ask her mother and father to admit what they did before she pays it back. Because they still say that they're you know innocent and didn't do anything wrong they do mm-hmm. how can they they were found guilty now can't you stop saying that no i mean you can just do the what our politicians do and just keep i think that's what they're doing the lie. well because i don't think it's true i mean i'm sure now they realize that uh there's no turning back because they're in federal prison but right. i imagine there's a certain amount of denial right um okay do you watch dancing with the stars at all have have i used to watch it just to make fun of tyra banks well, you can't do that anymore. <laughs> I know. She's gone. She's so. gone. Yeah. But Julianne Huff is taking over her spot. I do like her. And, well, that's interesting. Tell me more about that. I don't know. I just like her and her brother. I think they're more 
entertaining in the dance sphere. Okay. All right. I well, liked she's... Tyra Banks in her her um, modeling show, and I liked her in her talk show. Yeah, I just don't think she was just right the dancing for this the stars thing was weird. No, I yeah. think it needs to be more, uh, like more of a team effort. Like the spotlight is on the dancers. Yeah. What I will say is we don't know how this is going to play out, but the show is coming back to network television this year. We learned who the cast was Isn't yesterday. it funny that it's coming back, but it's only coming back because the writers strike? Well. Because they have no other content. Yeah. So it's a huge opportunity for them, right, to get seen by a network audience again, the four people that are still watching network TV. But right. I actually think I'd be more likely to watch it now. Uh, yeah, because we don't up. have anything else to watch. Yeah, exactly. I did want to say, though, that one of the things we learned is that Sharna Burgess, you remember her? She's the one who married Brian Austin Green. Uh, yeah, I dancer. know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's one of the dancers from Dancing with the Stars. And she was talking on another celebrity podcast. In fact, their own. She and Brian Austin Green. And oh, by the way, Mike, did you know Tori Spelling had a brother? Mm, I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't realize she had a brother. She does. Okay. And didn't, his name's Randy. It's Randy Spelling, right? I don't know what yeah, his Randy. name is, but I know that he also got disinherited, basically, by Candy. Well, and he's like a lifestyle coach in Oregon now. Anyway, he has, somehow has a friendship with Brian Austin Green and Sharna Burgess. And so the three of them have a podcast. And in that first episode of the podcast, she let it drop that, A, she wasn't asked back for this season of Dancing with the Stars. She took a season off, I think, because she had her kid with Brian. The season before that, she was with Brian, like he was on the show. And she let it fly that not only was she not asked back, that she had a a quibble with one of the producers and asked to, like, if... I think they were focusing too much on the relationship for her liking on the show. And she was like, yeah, if, if if that's what you're gonna do, can you just get rid of us? you know, sooner rather than later. And then she was eliminated like, you know, the following episode or whatever. And I thought, (laughs) well, also she's telling us that they just decide who gets kicked off, you know, whenever they want. Well, don't they though? Well, I mean, we all assumed, but I don't know that anybody's been on the record about it. We talked about it yesterday. The the blind items. Yeah. Basically, Jamie Lynn Spears has been guaranteed. She will finish at least fourth or better. Cause she's, I think one of the, you know, most surprising names for this season is, you guys, sister. all of TV is made up. I know. Well, you know. <laughs> so is radio. We Well, we don't, have, we don't have to make much up here. But like we always say, in Hollywood, nothing is real and everyone smokes. It's true. But all the food you make on your show is real, right? Yes, except for, and I actually, <laughs> this secrets? is a contention. So you're going to make a, like yesterday, Stephanie was on us with me and we were filming. Stephanie hosts her Stephanie own television March. show yep. called taste buds which is now on fox march is my is my radio partner but she was my guest on taste buds and we were doing her mom's pound cake and we made it on the episode but then you know you get to the end of the episode and the payoff is like the dessert so you have to have a spare dessert that you've made in advance and we've kind of gone back and forth like do you just say and through the magic of television here's this one right here or do you try to pretend and like change the pan it's in and wait an hour to actually cook it and then go back to the previous pan? Like there is some logistics about all that. Yeah. And, and I was just like, we are just going to be honest and just be like, and through the magic television, voila, here it is. Yeah. That seems like. Because yeah. everybody knows like, yeah. and yeah, so we did that. But 
we were like, okay, do you? But have it was a- an actual pound cake. It wasn't like you had gone out to you know like Cub and got a Sara Lee. No, we actually thing. make the recipe twice, yeah. and they don't always look the same. So this episode that just dropped today, I do a ice cream cake or an ice cream pie, which is one of my mother's like. The one of the favorite things I should say that my mother makes. It, my stepmom makes ice cream pie for every occasion we have. Does she? So even though like it's it feels very like we eat it at Christmas, we eat it at Thanksgiving, we yeah. eat it for everything. So you, part of that recipe is you whip. It's a no whip or a no um, churn ice cream pie. So you whip evaporated milk with cream oh. until you get like soft peaks, and then you put it into the prepared shell. Yeah, and. If you over like mix, it can kind of deflate or if it sits too long before you start it to put it in the freezer, it can deflate. Yeah. So the actual pie that we make on the show, because we're recutting and cutting and cutting by the time it actually goes in the freezer, it's almost like a flat top. Oh, sure. Versus the pie I pull out of the freezer. It's all like mounded. And (laughs) so I was like, well, we kind of just have to say what the difference is here. Yeah. But it was it's fine. It makes it real. Well, yeah. And again, people are really going to make it. And when they do, they're going to be like, wait a minute. Why didn't mine look like yours? Yes. And I want it to just be real like home cooks at home. It doesn't always look like it looks in a magazine. So we just keep going. We've talked about your show a lot. Do you want to just tell people how they can watch it? Yeah, uh, it's called Taste Buds with Stephanie. You can find it on YouTube. You can find it on Fox 9. You can find it on stephaniesdish.com, which is where all my recipes are. And that's probably the best way. There's a tab on my website. And you can watch the last episode I did with Melissa Peterman on the State Fair. And the first episode we did where I made a vegan potato salad. Yeah, that potato salad looked really good. It was That was the farmer's market one, Yeah, Yeah. farmer's market. I made a wedge salad, too, just for you bacon-loving, cheese-hogging meat eaters out there. So good. good. And you could take some of those things out if you didn't like them or whatever. Yeah. Right? Everything is super, uh, what's the word, interchangeable. Mike... Do you, um, Mike the cook, Mike? I like I was this gonna say, background I, about Mike. Yeah. I know. Do you have any questions for Stephanie? Mike, what's your favorite her, like family recipe? I've got a long list that I've been writing down here. My favorite family recipe. Like, do you have like a go to like? Oh, this is our family staple. Oh, I really don't. No. Okay. We just kind of mix it up and have lots of different things. I'm trying to think. No, I did. I really love um, pecan pie. Is my favorite pie. Oh, I love pecan and, pie too. Oh, we, I love this uh, chocolate version where you put some I was chocolate just chips on the bottom. Say the chocolate covered bottom. Yeah. Yep, love that. We did that. Try that once. You it was brush amazing, chocolate so. on the bottom of the pie crust, yeah. and then you pour the pecan filling in. I've never so you done get... that. I've had where you put chocolate chips in the mix. Yeah, no, yeah. you put it on the bottom. All right, nice. All right. And it keeps the I'm crust like crispy and doesn't get soggy from the peanut uh, pecan glazed juju. Yeah. Yum. Yum. I'm so excited for Thanksgiving. Can I just say? <laughs> I am just excited right now. This is my favorite time of year because of the farmer's market. Just and, every day I can eat fresh vegetables. And trust me, I love to eat all the like rich and fatty, yummy things too. But just like the vegetables are just. I'm ready for soup. I'm ready for braised meat. Yeah. I'm ready for my instant pot. But like cauliflower this time of year is the best cauliflower you're going to have all year. If you've you, never you gotten roast? a cauliflower from a farmer's market, I'm telling you it is different than the one that is yeah, in the grocery different. store. It's a different kind. Magic. It must be a different. It's a different seed. A different kind. Mm-hmm. And it just doesn't have as much water. So it's drier. And when you roast it, I know you guys are like, what are you talking about? Trust me. My favorite way to do it is to roast it and then create like a tahini dressing. <gasps> Yes. And then just drizzle it on the top, and it's just so good. Cauliflower can really be a good substitute. Crispy and meaty and For potatoes. Yeah, for sure. All right.
Here we, we are could just. I was going to ask you if you roasted radishes ever. <laughs> no, but people do this. Is it really worth it? Oh yes. Just plain old radishes. Just plain old. You could use salt plain old breakfast radishes, olive oil, olive salt, oil. and pepper. Roast them at four hundred till they look like a potato, where they have like the brown edge. Okay. Um, they caramelize, and, then, and you and, just serve them like that. Yeah, All and right. you can even like thyme. Wow. Yum. Just like you would do a roasted potato. Rosemary, same herb profile. Okay. They're so good. Also, the potatoes this time of year. Yeah. Okay. We got we to gotta go. But when we come back, <laughs> guess what we're going to do? We're going to talk more about food. Why? Because you said you want to talk about some viral TikTok recipes. Oh, yeah. I, I, they're, okay. So I'm there's like the top like TikTok recipes that people yeah. are making. I always think they're kind of fun to just peruse. All right. We'll okay. peruse when we come back right here on My Talk 107.1. Hey, my talkers, Bradley here for my good friends at Dakota Dental. I was just at Dakota Dental a couple days ago. Getting the final touches on my dental implant, I have been super pleased with the experience I've had every step of that dental implant journey with Dakota Dental. I got a couple crowns around that implant as well. And start to finish, you guys, the level of precision that they have gone to to make sure not only am I getting the best Uh, when it comes to my smile, but that I was happy with the results. I have never had that experience before with a dentist, and I'm being 100% honest with you. So if you're looking for a great family dentist or if you've got questions about dental implants, you know, you get to choose where you go, and it's no small thing to share a recommendation. I'm telling you, you'll love Dakota Dental. Head to dakotadental.com. They're right down in Apple Valley, super convenient to the metro. Call and make that appointment today, and don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you. Welcome back to the most delicious three hours of radio you're going to listen to today because Stephanie Hansen is joining us on the adventures of Bradley and Dawn, filling in for Dawn today. He'll be back tomorrow. It's funny that we're talking about food and the poor thing. She hasn't been able to eat real food for, you know, a couple days. A day, yeah. uh, Has talked about that she's having a colonoscopy and that, you know, it does make you appreciate your ability to eat food. Sure does. Stephanie. TikTok. Everybody's on TikTok. We love to sit there and scroll, whether it's reels or TikTok. And I imagine, like me, a lot of your reels and TikToks are around food. All of them are around food. Do you use that for inspiration? Like when you're trying to think of like, what can I do differently with X, Y, and Z? Like, Or is it just a pure pleasure? It depends. So if I'm recipe creating, I try not to look at it. Because oh, I don't sure. want to, you don't want to get too in the weeds of how people do things. Here's the secret: there is no secret, but no recipe really is exclusive to you. Yep, everyone's done everything. Yep, and it's all available on the internet. Yep. So I try to think of what I am interested in, what feels seasonal to me, the way I like to cook and eat with my family. What the week looks like, you know, like if I've got peaches, well, I might have to cook some things with peaches. So that's really how I cook. But if I'm working on a specific segment for something, so for instance, I'm working on some game day recipes. Yeah. Then I did look because I was like, oh, what do people eat on game day? Yeah. And here's what I can tell you people eat on game day. Uh, Cheesy things. And chicken wings. Processed things like Velveeta's, the cream cheeses, the whatever, you know cans of Hormel chili, Manwich, that stuff. Yep. And then um, what was the last thing you just said? Chicken wings? Chicken wings. Yes. But even that, I think, sometimes requires more preparation from a TikTok perspective than some of these people would show. Okay. So 
I went there to just like see like, oh, what are people cooking for game day and how can I make that different or what is that going to look like in my house? Yep. Um, but there's always these revolving recipes that become in the zeitgeist of TikTok. Sure. Um, one of the latest ones is the burger crunch wrap or the burger on the tortilla. Yep. So I am pretty obsessed with that idea because I think it looks really good. You have the flat tortilla, you smash your burger onto it, you create a crunch wrap around it with some Doritos inside it, and then oh, you God. skillet it. Yum. Yeah, so Mike's that was fun. seriously shaking his We've head. We've done it, yeah. And? Love it. It turned out so good. Yeah. Okay. I've done it with, and I think I'm going to do this. I'm actually on Jason's show next Wednesday. And this Friday, this Friday, I'm going to do a Reuben game day dip. Okay. And then next Classic. Wednesday, I'm going to do what I'm calling my double smash burger, double cheese taco. Yeah. Same kind of idea, but I griddled cheese on the outside. So it has that extra layer of crunchy. Mike, um, what did you just send me? This is what uh, we did on a Tuesday night. Which this is? was a TikTok inspired uh, rice like cooker. Dumplings? Dumplings, Yeah. Okay, I love dumplings. Uh, so you basically, it looks like some dump, like frozen. So basically you took the, so in the rice cooker, because we love using our rice cooker to uh, to prepare that, we uh, added a whole bunch of uh, soy sauce, some garlic, some baby bok choy, a bunch of other different items, put it all in there. Then you just add the uh, dumplings right into it, throw it in the rice cooker, cook the rice like you normally would in a rice cooker, and then boom, they're all done. That looks pretty good. It turned out great. I like it. So yeah, yeah so nice, I would do that quick, in my instant pot. Meal. Yeah, and that was a TikTok inspired oh, yeah, Mike, thing we just know. saw. I know. Stephanie's one of the OG <laughs> Instant Potters. Yeah, we have a, a group, the yep. Weekly Dish Instant Potters on Facebook. If you want to join it, there's recipes it there all the time. still the gift that keeps on giving. I think so, too. Um, okay, so how do you feel like hot chicken is a big one on TikTok? Yep. Um, yeah, it's fine. I Hot chicken, yeah. I'm not a huge, like, hot, are you talking like Nashville hot yeah, chicken? Yeah, uh-huh. no, that's not my favorite. I just want plain chicken. I want real good, crispy, salty chicken. Yeah, you would, <laughs> I think you would like With the, a dip, you know, like maybe yeah. like a some kind of a pickle. Or a sauce. Ranch or something. There's a new um, TikTok that I'm seeing a lot that I think you would like. That's a spicy shrimp in the air fryer. Ooh. So you just I have the have frozen. air fryer yet. Okay, I don't really have the traditional air fryer. Yeah. I have the Cuisinart air fryer that's almost like a toaster oven. I was going to say like a toaster oven. Yeah, yeah and that's, I'm going to do my um, uh, pizza fingers in that. I have a convection oven, which could same. serve kind of it as works the same as the thing, same. right? Yeah. Um, but you may want to look up, this is just, you take the frozen shrimp. It's the easiest thing. You toss it in I have some a thing of frozen shrimp. Spicy, like paprika or smoked, whatever, something spicy. And then you just air fry it so okay. that they get crispy and then yep. you have a sauce. Um, there is also, this is not an air fryer thing, but I want you all to do this. And there is a recipe on my website. I did this last year about this time. Have you ever made the spaghetti where the noodles are dry and you throw in meatballs? You can either have your own meatballs that you've made or you can buy like some mix, whatever. And then you cook it all in the sauce in the Instant Pot. No, it's terrifying sounding. It's so good. Does it work? Yes. Because I would think it would get mushy. No, no. it does work. And okay. there's technique involved because you have to, you the way you layer the ingredients is part of the recipe. Okay. And then you 
instant pot it, and yep. then you stir okay. so that you break up anything that's still left, and you kind of stir it long enough to get that. But it works great. Huh. And I even my mother in law is a very sassy food person. Yeah, and I made it for her. She had no idea, and I told her afterwards. I was oh, like, she's like, "How dare you? I made this because well, I the could just hear pot. like Italian people out there going, "How dare you? Yeah, no, it totally works. Okay. And for like weeknight, I think about weeknight moms. Yes, sorry, dads, I don't think about yeah. you. I think about the moms because I think. The majority of families, the emotional work, the getting the clothes, the laundry, the feeding, the caring, a lot of that tends to fall on of the course, mom. Yeah. Even like in our house, Kurt was a six, we were 60, 40 to the 60 of him. Okay. Cause I was more of a worker person. Yeah. But even then, like, you know, you have to like feed your kids. You have to get food on the table. And it's so easy to just like pick up, take out. And I didn't want to do that all the time. Yeah. And it was easy to do that. So I really resisted. And like an instant pot spaghetti dinner is very easy. Mike, and do you I- have an instant pot? We do not. No. no. We need to get you one. Yeah, because if you like your air fryer, mm-hmm. I cook my, uh, or excuse me, your rice cooker. I cook my rice in the instant pot. Oh, okay, cool. It is. I do have a fancy rice cooker because I just, I we cook a lot of rice and yeah. I love rice and there's nothing. But you can absolutely do it in the Instant Pot and it comes out just as fluffy and nice. The problem is I like to have something in my Instant Pot and my rice cooker. So yeah. like I use them both at the same time. I make a lot of rice too and freeze it in those cubes. Oh, that's smart. So that when I'm making yeah. like a curry or something in the Instant Pot, I have cubes of you. rice that I've already Instant Potted. Smart. Those silicone cubes, one cup or two cups, are pretty amazing. Oh, I didn't even think God, about that. Bradley, Genius. you need to fill in on the weekly dish when Stephanie's out. All right. Because <laughs> we could just do this for <laughs> we hours. We could do the Instant Pot. I will tell you, I fell in love with it again. I'm trying to remember what it was that was just like, why aren't you using this more beans? I'm telling you. Oh, yeah. A pound of dried beans it takes one hour. Yep. To fresh, beautiful, amazing beans and stop it. They're not going to make you fart because you didn't soak them overnight. No, and you get works. used to it the more you eat. Yeah. Bradley eats a lot of beans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just telling you, it's that's true. his friend. Beans are good. Beans, um, beans. Uh, okay, well, how did we end up here? I we don't started know. with TikTok. Okay, the last if TikTok If you're just joining recipe, us, by the way, Stephanie Hansen is here, and that's why we're talking about food. Get over it. It's okay. The salmon. There is the big salmon recipe. That's the air fryer salmon, and you have it on rice, and then you have a little Kewpie mayo or a little pickles. I This is a, a thing. Yeah. The, the salmon. I, we're not a huge salmon family. By that, I mean I never cook salmon because Jamie just does not like salmon at all. But do you eat a lot of salmon, Mike? Sarah's huge. That's her favorite food, salmon. Okay, well, we make a lot of salmon. All right. Including this recipe. It's all make good. Make sure we get mm-hmm. Mike the uh, salmon recipe. Yeah, Mike, I'm going to find show you my TikTok uh, taco. Perfect. Love TikTok it. TikTok tacos. But when taco. we come back, it's boobs on tubes. What are you watching, Stephanie? And what are you watching, dear listeners? We'll find out. When we come back right here on the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 1071.